So environmental factors, parasites, mold. If you've had water damage or a flood or a dishwasher that's broken or a pipe that's burst, or you've lived in Texas, <laughs> Fort Worth, where they get floods recently, 13 inches down a street, or you're in hurricane land, within 24 hours, mold can grow. And from mold comes mycotoxins. And from mold and mycotoxins comes some people getting really sick and having similar symptoms, almost mimicking their Hashimoto's. What's up, lovely ladies? Dr. Emily Kybert here with Thyroid Strong Podcast. I am a chiropractor, a mama to Elvis in Brooklyn, and I have Hashimoto's, but it's currently in remission. On this podcast, I share simple, actionable steps with a little bit of tough love on how to lose that stubborn weight, get your energy and your life back, and finally learn how to work out without burning out, living with Hashimoto's. All right, ladies, this is a quickie episode. It's a shorty. It's a good one. Five ways to boost your energy with Hashimoto's. I've been there. You've been there. Tired mom, doing all the things, perfectionist, trying to get it all done. And you have an autoimmune condition like Hashimoto's. I'm going to not go into like a ton of detail with this because it's a shorty, but I'm going to give you five tips on how to boost your energy. Number one, resistance train on the heavier side probably five to eight reps, instead of doing 25 reps of like a pink weight, you're going to resistance train heavier. You're going to shoot for three days a week, 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. That's number one. I did that, shifted away from the cardio and the high intensity interval training, those 50 minute classes. And I feel so much better, so much better. Number two, you're going to replace that morning coffee, whether it's a drip coffee or a cortado. I love a good iced cortado. I'm such a coffee nerd. You're going to replace it with sun up green coffee, right? So the normal roasting drying process of normal coffee, a drip coffee, can get the beans moldy, to put it simply. Sun up, S-U-N-U-P. Green coffee is a brand where they use green coffee beans. So a different roasting process avoids the mold. It's high in antioxidants. It gives you that mental clarity and that clarity of the mind without the jitters. It does not taste like coffee, okay? I'm not gonna lie, it tastes like tea. I'm not a big fan of tea. Tea can also be really moldy, and I don't like brewing tea bags in like plastic bags, <laughs> like some tea bags are. So sun up green coffee, it doesn't give you that 2 p.m. slump that can happen with drinking normal drip coffee. Number three, you're gonna hit your optimal protein target. You're gonna make it your full-time job. Your optimal protein target's gonna be a minimum of 30 grams of protein per meal, all the way up to 50 grams. Another way to calculate it is take your ideal body weight. So let's say you want to be 150, 150 pounds, and you'll multiply it by grams. So if I want to be 150 pounds, I'm going to eat 150 grams a day of protein. I know I eat three times a day, sometimes four. So I'm going to break that up into 50 grams per meal. 30 grams minimum helps with muscle protein synthesis. Hit it. I've had women do nothing else, no change in their coffee or the resistance training, just focus on their protein, and they have so much more energy. Number four, when you wake up, get sun on your face and your eyes on the horizon. Even when I had a newborn, my kids are now both toddlers and feel like teenagers sometimes, I would get not a great night's sleep and I'd feel exhausted. But I would go for a walk. I'd get sun on my face first 30 minutes of the day, eyes on the horizon, got my some vitamin D, fed my mitochondria, and I felt so much better. I didn't feel like I had a terrible night's sleep. 
So first 30 minutes, sun on the face, direct sun, not through a window, eyes on the horizon. If you can get a walk in, that'd be icing on the gluten-free cake. That is number four. Number five, you're going to shoot for, talking about sleep, six hours of uninterrupted sleep. That's the newest research. I know I get crazy trying to get my kids down to bed by like 8.30, super stressful, turn into mean mommy. I'm like, everyone in the shower, brush your teeth. Let's go, go, go. But really the newest research shows really shooting to wake up at the same time every day to get six hours of uninterrupted sleep. No children crawling on you, not three hours, and then you wake up in another three hours, six hours of uninterrupted sleep. Does the body good, will help you beat that fatigue, right? So that's my top five tips. Resistance train on the heavier side, sun up green coffee, hit your optimal protein targets, minimum 30 grams per meal, sun on the face, eyes on the horizon the first 30 minutes of the day, shoot for six hours of uninterrupted sleep. Some of the tools that have helped me get that optimal sleep is my Uller. It's a pad that goes on top of the mattress under the sheets. I'm going to put a link in show notes and you can make it as cold or as hot as you want it. I like to make my really cold and I sleep so much deeper and so much better. I love my sleep crown. It is a pillow slash eye mask I put on top of my face. The weight of it, Ooh, I knock out. I love a little clear strip across the bridge of my nose to help open up my breathing through my nose. Sometimes I will mouth tape depending on how I'm feeling, but I find that the strip across my nose really, really helps. That was number five. I'm going to give you a little bonus, okay? You need to check for environmental factors that might be zapping your energy and tanking your mitochondria, which are the little powerhouses of your cell. These environmental factors could include parasites, And if you have not left the country, believe me, you can still get a parasite. It can be from takeout food, from unwashed vegetables, all the things. So environmental factors, parasites, mold. If you've had water damage or flood or a dishwasher that's broken or a pipe that's burst, or you've lived in Texas, (laughs) Fort Worth, where they get floods recently, 13 inches down a street, or you're in hurricane land, within 24 hours, mold can grow. And from mold comes mycotoxins. And from mold and mycotoxins comes some people getting really sick and having similar symptoms, almost mimicking their Hashimoto's. Those would be the two biggest environmental factors. You could put heavy metal exposure, heavy metal toxicity, pesticide exposure. You know, I think of heavy metals, especially in if you're in an area that's near a Superfund site. There's places in New York City that are near a Superfund site. Or heavy metals, super common after a wildfire, especially when it has burned building materials. So I think of all of California, parts of Colorado, where homes have burned and the plastic and all the building materials have burnt. And you go and you check that soil, even after it's been cleaned, even after you've taken away the burnt house, and there's still extremely elevated levels of heavy metals in the soil. So when I think of heavy metals, that's where I think of. I think of Louisville, Colorado. I think of parts of California that have burned. So parasites, mold, mycotoxins, and heavy metals. Those will zap your energy guaranteed. All right, ladies, that was a quickie. I hope you took some notes. I hope it's helpful. I'm going to drop the sunup coffee and the Uller and the sleep crown links down in the show notes. If you want to learn how to work out without the burnout, learn how to lift heavy resistance train six to eight reps, 20 to 30 minutes so that you can feed your muscle tissue. Check out Thyroid Strong. That is my signature program, helping the Hashi ladies learn how to work out without the burnout. That's what I had to do with my body. That's what I had to do for my patients in the clinic. And that's what I do online with ladies now all across the world. Grand Cayman, Canada, UK, Norway, South Africa recently. It's really cool. Every single woman has an autoimmune condition. 
Hashimoto's, going through similar things, similar struggles, achy knees, splits, squats, and squats suck, but we make it better. And we feed the muscle tissue with resistance training and protein. All right, ladies, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take a screenshot off of Spotify or iTunes, share it on Instagram or Facebook, tag me, Dr. Emily Kybird, share the word Hashi ladies need to know how to work out better to boost their energy and to lose weight. All right, I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode or even learned just one new piece of information to help you on your Hashimoto's journey, would you do me a huge favor? Rate and review Thyroid Strong Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you used to listen in to this podcast and share what you liked. Maybe you learned something new. And if you didn't like it, well, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Dr. Emily Kybird. I read and respond to every single DM. I truly believe all feedback is good feedback, even the ugly comments. If you're interested in joining the Thyroid Strong course, a home workout program using kettlebells and weights, where I teach you how to work out without the burnout, go to dremilykybird.com forward slash TS waitlist. You'll get all the most up-to-date information on when the course launches and goes live, special deals and early access bonuses for myself and my functional medicine doctor friends. Again, dremilykyber.com forward slash TS waitlist. I hope to see you on the inside, ladies.